Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gay Men Going Deeper, a podcast series by the Gay Men's Brotherhood, where we talk about all things personal development. Your hosts are Reno, Callan, Matt, and myself, Michael. So guys, today is our last episode of 2020. So we're going to be doing something a little bit differently, and we're going to just reflect back on our year. I don't need to remind anyone of the challenges that this year brought us, but I do think it's interesting how each of us grows and evolves differently, even though we experience very much the same challenges. So today, uh, let's start off with Reno. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your 2020? Where does one begin? Um, <clears throat> this year seems like a year and like a lifetime and a moment all simultaneously. There's, I, I experienced it as this sort of lapse in time. Um, and I've been feeling that this entire year. What I wanna start with, I think is, um, my being here because it was um, definitely a, a major aspect of this year and an unexpected one. I had uh, discovered Matt on Instagram. Um, I was intrigued by his account and some of the um, content that he was sharing and I engaged with a post that he had created. And, uh, and then I noticed in invitation to a group on my Facebook notifications. And it was from my friend Gary. And I delayed in opening it because I thought, oh, I'm already in other groups and I don't really have time for this right now. Um, but inevitably, I decided to open it up. And uh, I was scrolling and I saw this guy who was commenting on a lot of the posts. And um, it, was, it was Matt. And when I went to look at this photo, I was like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, dude from uh, Instagram. Uh, and then I, somehow at some point, I, I don't know if uh, Matt had invited me, but uh, I think there was an invitation to be on the podcast. And uh, so I, I agreed, I was on the podcast, I was supposed to be a guest and uh, we all just had so much fun and it seemed so mutual. Uh, when I messaged Matt and told him, I love this, I would like to do more of it with you guys. Um, it seemed that we were all kind of on the same page. And so very quickly I was invited to join um, what was a threesome and became a foursome. And uh, there was, there was, uh, I acknowledge this, I've acknowledged this repeatedly, there was some resistance, there was definitely some major resistance. Um, I'm a lone wolf at times, I love feeling autonomous and free, I sometimes resist what would grow me and serve me, especially if it seems scary. And, um, and, and, you know, it took me time, I think, to get to know you guys and to get to know myself in relation to you guys in relation to the community. I was quite quiet at first, um, aside from these episodes. And, you know, it's been this remarkable um, growth uh, experience for me, you know, as far as leaning into 
the discomfort and the resistance, having uncomfortable conversations with, you know, each and every one of you guys um, within the community, navigating, um, you know, edges and conflict within the gay men's brotherhood, um, and then just personal internal conflict, right? So it, it's, it was totally unexpected. I did not think that this would be um, the second half of my year, you know, that I'd be sort of, you know, driving across the country to Vancouver, BC earlier this summer um, and shooting episodes with you guys in parking lots in like Alberta, you know, uh, but it's, yeah, it's, it's been a wild ride. Uh, secondly, I did a bit of travel this year, you know, at the, at the top of the year, I ended up in Costa Rica facilitating a uh, a retreat and attending a festival, you know, and then driving across Canada to, to BC for the summer and, you know, stopping along the way and then heading back here recently to call this place home. So it's, it's been a big year um, of change, of adventure, um, and also of... <clears throat> what feels like new beginnings and, uh, and sort of a fresh start. I've seen codependent uh, dynamics be released and, and transcended or transmuted. Um, and also I think, you know, I'm sure we can all sort of resonate with the, the, the fact that it's kind of been a shit show globally, you know, things have been wild and, and that's been really tricky. I mean, everything from, um, you know, the stuff surrounding the elections to what happened, you know, with George Floyd and him dying and, you know, this sort of uh, galvanizing of, of the people, particularly the um, POC community the, or the, the, the BIPOC community. Uh, so it's, you know, it's really been this year of, I think, yeah, just galvanization. I, I see in a lot of ways, shadows um, being brought into the light, into the forefront. And um, so in that sense, it's, it's been very charged and um, somewhat, uh, well, quite difficult. And then of course, you know, we have uh, COVID, right? And the, and the pandemic and all of that. And, you know, each and every one of us is navigating that differently. Um, there are people sort of struggling with illness. I know when it initially happened, I had just gotten back from Costa Rica and, you know, and was in isolation. And it was, it was very shocking. It was very shocking initially and uh, disorienting, but, I also quickly realized that I spend a lot of my time in isolation, so it made it a bit easier, but it's not lost on me that a lot of people really struggled this year. And, um, you know, there were people who died and, um, you know, there were people who relapsed and so on and so forth. So, you know, my heart goes out to them as well. And I, you know, I was really tuned into, I think the collective, um, tension of this year 
and everything that's come up. And my hope is that we continue to have the uncomfortable conversations and um, explore the shadows, the taboo, the um, just the issues that continue to plague our uh, our society and um, and get in the way of our well-being and our our humanity and our and our thriving. So you know that's something I definitely look forward to in the new year. Just being um, more and more a part of that conversation of of creating solutions around some of these um, issues locally, personally, globally. Yeah, yeah. So that's me for now. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. I know. (laughs) 2020 has been wild for a lot of people, though. So, I mean, it makes sense. Like, who would have thought at the beginning of this year, like, I was full blown thinking like 2020 is my year, everything's going to happen. Like things are going so well, like I'm set up like business wise and life wise and like things were just moving in the right direction. And then very quickly, basically overnight, everything stopped and it was like, okay, this wasn't in the plans for anybody. But I think, I think personally, I acknowledge a lot of the bad negative things that have happened, but I don't acknowledge them as bad things I just acknowledge them as things and then I choose how I want to interpret those things so in regards to things going down in you know down the U.S. um, do I support Trump no personally but I think that it was a necessary thing that needed to happen because all of the shit that was going on down in the states was happening anyways. And it was all there, it was under the surface, but nobody was talking about it. And we can only heal our wounds and heal our shame and heal our uh, shadow side if we talk about it. And so he was kind of this catalyst that brought all this crap up to the surface. And it was like, okay, well, all this shit's here. We got to deal with it. We got to talk about it. And now it started the conversations. Is it, you know, Oh, is it nice to go on those journeys? No. Do you have to have those uncomfortable conversations? No. And a lot of people do push them away. But when it's put in our faces, like it has been in 2020 in regards to like elections and worldwide pandemics and people losing jobs and lives and all these things that are happening, it's forcing us to look at ourselves and go, okay, what's really important to me in this world? What's really important to me in this lifetime? What is not working? What do we have to change? What do we have to look at and go, you know what, maybe we should shift away from that. So I think for me, 2020 was a lot of looking at those things that were serving me and looking at those things that I maybe didn't want to have those uncomfortable conversations around and start having those uncomfortable conversations because the only way you're going to grow is if you're willing to step into that area and space and go, okay, I don't like being here. It doesn't feel safe. It doesn't feel comfortable. But as long as you can be in a safe space, like the Gay Men's Brotherhood, we can provide that space so that it's like, okay, it's still going to feel uncomfortable. It's still not going to feel nice. But if you give yourself that space to explore, you might be able to push through something or grow through something and come out on the other side being a stronger person with a stronger platform for yourself to stand on. Because if we just ignore those things, then you're kind of like, 
okay, you're back in, you're back before pre 2020. And now we're in 2020 and the universe is like, nah, you got to deal with this shit now. So that's kind of what 2020 was for me. Um, a lot of personal growth happened. A lot of professional growth happened. The gay men's brotherhood was just a huge surprise that came out of like left field, but it was really interesting because I was in a business partnership literally right before the gay men's brotherhood came around that kind of you know, everybody agreed and it dissolved in a very like professional manner. But I was like, okay, well, that's a journey I thought I was going to go down. And then literally it was like, I think the next day Matt sent me the invite to the Gay Men's Brotherhood. And I was like, well, hold on here. What's going on? Like, what's the universe thrown my way? And it just became this beautiful, unexpected thing. But I love those synchronicities that happen in life. Um, so 2020 in regards to the Gay Men's Brotherhood is definitely a huge blessing and I'm so excited to see where it goes and where it grows in 2021. I'm feeling very optimistic about 2021. I know that there's going to be a lot of, a lot of leftover processing that needs to happen from 2020. And I think that this is just, just barely the tip of the iceberg on so many things and so many issues, but it's created that catalyst for people to move forward. Um, I'm also, I also love my astrology. So it is the dawning of the age of Aquarius and, you know, and so that's a big movement from, you know, we've been residing in earth signs predominantly for the last 200 years, which is very industrial and building and growth. And now we're moving into air signs, which is very, um, much more like ethereal and forward thinking progression, humanitarian, um, going from the me statements to the we statements, looking at what's working, what's not working, how we can improve, how we can fix them, um, travel, all that kind of stuff is where we're moving for the next 200 years of human evolution, you know, for myself, for, for those who like the astrology and all that. So I'm really interested to see where and how that's going to pan out and I can already see it happening with 2020 being like people are fed up with the way things are and the inequality in the world and all the crap and all the labels we put on things and now we're moving into this whole okay the world needs to evolve it needs to grow stage so looking back in 2020 I'm grateful for it um, I'm definitely very excited for what 2021 is going to bring um, so yeah so that's uh those are my biggest things that kind of had me going round and round in 2020. What about you guys? Thanks both of you for sharing that. Um, I love these conversations that we have because it reminds me why I love you guys. Uh, even when we're not recording, we still have great conversations even when the camera's not on. But, um, you know, I echo all of that. <clears throat> what I would say for me, I think, I think we can all safely say no one was expecting 2020 to turn out the way it did. However, um, what I liked about this year was that I really got to see myself in a crisis, which I can say I've never really had to before. I've been very privileged to never have to really deal with too much mayhem in my life, but I can certainly say that 2020 was very different and it gave me an opportunity to, yeah, really see how, how I handle a crisis. And I thought two things. Number one, I've come a long way because the way I handled it, knowing what I've learned in the last, I don't know, five, 10 years would be very different than how I would have handled it earlier before I had gone down this path. But it also showed me where I have gaps and where I really want to work on. So it came up like a lot has come up for me, right? Like I've also, don't forget, this is my um, 
first year of really leaving my safe corporate job and venturing out on my own. And if anyone really wants to test themselves, start a business because <laughs> a lot of shit is going <laughs> to come up. And, and so having that, which was planned, I had always planned to be doing that, but then to do, be doing it in the middle of a pandemic, I just like, it, like every reason to quit was presented to me. And it's like, my, my brain was like, shut this down. This isn't for you. Go back. And so, yeah, I didn't, obviously. I, I faced those fears. I faced the anxiety, the uncertainty, all of it. Oh, oh my gosh, this year has been such a um, key key moment for me. I think I think looking back, I'll look back at 2020 and be like, oh, yeah, that's where the shift happened. Right now, I still feel like I'm in it. It still feels very uncomfortable. Still still that stuff is all there. But I have a feeling that if, if I just keep going, that I will look back at it and say, okay, you know, a good thing, like kudos to you, Michael of 2020, for not throwing in the towel, for not being scared off. So yeah, it has showed me how far I've come and, and I think how far I have yet to go because yeah, there is a lot there. Like I thought I had to work through all this stuff. <laughs> nope. Um, it really showed me that I have more work to do, which is good. Cause you know, like we all, we can all agree. We're never done. Like no one ever gets finished like till the day we die or probably once we're dead, maybe then we're done, but there's always things that we could work on and there's always parts to be integrated, always parts that are sort of unconscious that are now made conscious. And then once they are made conscious, working with them, and it's not always easy. I think we could all attest to that, right? So I think that has been my, my biggest lesson. It's a two-parter. One, I'm so proud of how far I've come and also, oh fuck, I've got, <laughs> I've got a long way to go. But um, it absolutely does help having uh, a community uh, in terms of the game as brotherhood having awesome friends and family, which I'm very blessed to have. Um, you guys, the three of you specifically in your own beautiful ways have been such um, a huge help on my personal journey and professional one as well. And so, yeah, there's a lot to be thankful for. And, you know, I think we can all agree. We, we never saw the GMB, maybe, maybe Matt did, but I certainly didn't see it coming. And I certainly didn't see me having the role I have in it. I certainly didn't see myself being on a podcast. <laughs> if you told me that in 2019, I'd be like, yeah, fucking right. That's not me at all. That's, that's, that's for other people. So yeah, um, I, think, I think that's it. And, and 2020 brings the same, right? There's things that we know for sure are going to happen and they might happen, but there's always going to be surprises in life. And I love being able to handle those with a little bit more confidence, knowing that I've managed so far for me, hopefully there isn't one, another one like it. Like this year of unknown and uncertainty, I've survived it. So that's, that's my journey with 2020. I'm so excited to hear what Matt has to say. <laughs> like, I, I'm see like... It, I see it brewing in his mind. Yeah, I'm ready for it. <laughs> Oh, I'm just, I'm just wanting to soak up what you guys just shared because there was a lot there and I don't feel like I got like a moment in between to kind of just really it's just eat it up, you know, because I've seen, um, I've seen so much growth in each of you. It's like unbelievable, you know, and I've seen so much growth in myself because of the growth that you guys have had. Like we've just really been um, triggering and loving each other into our higher selves. And it's been so beautiful, you know, like I'm, I'm really honored um, to be able to walk this path with you guys, like truly. Um, it means so much to me. Um, Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Same. 
Yeah, um, okay, so <clears throat> for me, this has probably been, it's probably been the, the biggest year of my life, I would say. It's been the most transformative year of my life, for sure. Um, I've dug into the bowels of my being and um, just, it, it's this whole year represents shadow work for me. Um, I, I left Calgary um, last November and went to Asia for eight months and basically just went into my inside myself and just did all the work that was preventing me from allowing myself to belong. Like Reno, I also have the same um, lone wolf thing that I've identified with and that I've been like, I'm a lone wolf, like this is awesome. Like, but it's been just a defense mechanism to not allowing myself to belong because my shame, my shadows weren't allowing myself to belong and specifically to the gay community because those were the people that were triggering my shame and my shadows. So I would, that was my, my way of saying, oh, I don't care. I don't need to belong to them because I'm a lone wolf. <laughs> um, but that was, was only allowing me to go so far, you know, and, and my, my path was being called towards co-creation and community. And I was preparing myself for what Callan said is the, um, the age of Aquarius, which is we're flipping the me script to the we script. And um, this was the universe's way of preparing me for the we state. Um, so when I was in my me state, again, I put out the video. Um, I'm not going to go too much into it. I've told this story before on this podcast many times, but um, put out the, the video about my frustration with the gay community and feeling like I couldn't allow myself to belong. I didn't want to belong, blah, blah, blah. And I ended up connecting to Callan. And then um, I knew in that moment after Callan and I had a podcast interview on his podcast um, that there was going to be something that was going to come of that, that video, that conversation that we were going to be bringing something forward. Um, and I wasn't ready. I thought about it. I'm like, should I start it now? I'm like, I, I think I should start it now, whether it was going to be a course or something. And um, I, but then I started to realize how triggered I was by other gay men. And there was so much hatred in my heart for some gay men, you know, and, and they were expressing um, unconsciously things about themselves that were triggering me that were unresolved within myself. So when I went to Asia, um, I literally would spend like a week in my hotel room and I would just dig in. I wouldn't talk to anybody. I would just do shadow work. I would take three week breaks from my social media. Um, and I just really, really went in into myself. And, um, you know, what I, what I discovered was a whole bunch of shame. That's really what it was. And it was this part of me that was so scared to bring forward my authentic self because I was scared of rejection. I was scared of being judged. I was scared of criticism. Um, I was a perfectionist and a people pleaser. And these were my weapons that I used to prevent myself from having to experience all this stuff. So it was deconstructing my perfectionism. It was deconstructing my reliance on external validation. It was deconstructing my people pleasing. Um, and what's really interesting about my time in Asia is it was very uh, theoretical. You know, I did, I did a lot of practical work within my relationship with myself, but I didn't get the practical in relationship with other. And that's when coming home from Asia, really everything, you know, kind of settled and integrated. 
And then it allowed me to go into community and do this work. And that's where you guys came in, right? And I was able to have some mirroring from you guys. I was able to have some mirroring from um, other people in the Gay Men's Brotherhood and um, lots of criticism. Um, and it was basically just a test. I was being tested a lot to see how much work I had done. And, and it was a litmus test. And there were some things that came up that I was like, whoa, like, you know, like Michael said, like you realize that you maybe didn't do as much or you didn't go quite as deep as you needed to. So there was more stuff that was coming up and it was, it was coming to the surface. Um, so it was, um, it, you know, it's, it's been really cool. Like the brotherhood for me represents, um, <laughs> well, it kind of represents a safe place, but it also represents a very unsafe place for me too, because that's where I've experienced some criticism. I've experienced people challenging me. I've experienced different things. So I don't think we're ever going to create a community where it's going to be um, safe within the community. What happens when, when we experience trigger is it allows us an opportunity to create safety within self, right? And that's the, that's the safety we're talking about. It's safety. It can be safe in the community, but it can also be unsafe. So we learn how to be safe in self. And so I've really transitioned from needing safety in my environment, which is control, certainty, permanence, attachment, um, all of these things. And I've really under, undercut all that and like learned how to, to be with impermanence, how to be with um, aspects of non-attachment. I'm still working through that one. Um, but I finally feel like for the first time in my life, I'm allowing myself to belong, you know, and that's a big fucking deal because shame is just always told me you're not good enough. You're not this enough. You're not that enough. So you can't belong. People are going to, if you let yourself belong in your authentic self, people aren't going to like you, you know, they're going to think you're this, you're going to think they're, you're, you're that, and they're going to try and pull you down or they're going to try and, um, you know, slander you or whatever. There's just so much story there that I've, that I've attached to around being gay and what that has meant to me in relationship to shame. Um, so that's, that's kind of the flavors of, um, of personal. And I want to just touch on a little bit of professional because it's really fascinating how they're so interweaved and how, um, my, my, my work and the work that I do is very much a diary of my own process. And I've always been that way. I share, it's basically like my content is me writing my own diary and then sharing it with the world, but in like a structured way, you know? Um, so I started out the year, um, coming from Calgary to Asia, I had 33 clients. Okay. I was doing very well. I was working as a fitness and nutrition coach with a little bit of life coaching on the side, not a lot because I wasn't ready for that. You know, it was too heavy of work for me. Um, by the time I came home from Asia, I had three clients. I was completely deconstructed in my scarcity mentality, in my, um, not enough story in having to find safety within self. And the, the pandemic definitely wreaked havoc on my business. And it, it put me into a total tailspin of like, what am I going to do? Um, all, all that sort of stuff. But it, it's, it's interesting because I had in just in one year, I had four changes to my business and, and what it meant because I was trying to find my purpose. I was trying to find my path. I wasn't sure what it was. Um, so my business for the last five, last five years had been Matt Lancetal Fitness. Then I grew, you know, a, a pretty successful business doing that. And I wasn't feeling 
uh, aligned to it anymore. So I, I switched to Matt Lancelot coaching, which was um, incorporating a little bit more of my, my actual skill set that I was trained in, uh, which was a counseling. And um, so I did that for about probably like seven months. And then I started to have this epiphany after um, doing some of this work around my shame and gay men. And I, so I, I changed my branding to the gay man's coach. And I did that for a month. And I was like, this is just not me either. I'm like, I'm not just a gay man's coach. Like I want to actually work with the human population. Like I want to work with everybody. Everybody's so unique and so fun. Like, why am I limiting myself to, to gay people? And um, one of my favorite authors and actually one of my favorite people is Matt Kahn. And I was reading his book and it was um, everything that arises, love that. But there's this thing in, in the book that says, how do you want, what emotion do you want people to experience in your presence? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, what do I want people to feel? And I was like, I love feeling inspired. And I love when people feel inspired by, by, by my inspiration. And, um, but it didn't feel like enough, you know? And um, so I was like, okay, well, what, what, what's my journey been about? And it's been about moving from shame to authenticity. So I was like, I want people to feel inspired to be authentic. And that's how that came to fruition. And that was... Um, that was in March. So I've only really been running Inspired to be Authentic um, in, the, in that way for um, however many months that is, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> and then I remember as soon as I made that switch, I, I connected to, Cal or to uh, Michael and we started um, connecting and um, had some really beautiful conversations and we were at a very similar spot. Some of the scarcity stuff was coming up for both of us and, and experiencing that. And, um, and then I got back to Calgary in June it was June 6th. That was the day that, that the brotherhood started uh, was June 6th. And um, I remember I was just sitting there and I was like playing with, with different things on Canva. And that's how I always start everything. I name it, and I create the graphics for it. <laughs> so a lot of people do it the complete opposite. They like to like do that at the very end, but I always start with that um, because it's where, where it comes through me. You know, it's like channeled through me. Um, so sent one of the graphics to one of my buddies and he's like, dude, that's so ugly. <laughs> he's like, no, that's not it. And then I created another one with the ropes and the guys and, um, and he's like, oh my God. He's like, I just got tinglys. And he's like, that's totally it. And so I started it and, uh, and then had the call with Callan and, and Michael and um, we were like, yeah, let's do this. This feels right. And then I remember um, Reno, the, the, how we, how you and I connected was really cool because um, I was, ex I was starting to navigate a lot of this stuff around um people of color in the BIPOC movement and what that meant for me, my unconscious bias, that's also been a very big part of, of my year is moving through that stuff because I didn't realize how deep seated and how so much conditioning is there around um, just racial stuff, you know? And um, so we, I was in a, one of the threads and, you know, just <laughs> like, constant just stuff coming at me and me like trying to like really what I was trying to do is teach people that like when we hurl our pain and we're slinging mud it's, it's not gonna help and my my perspective on life has always been 
why are we talking about the problem when we can be talking about the solution? I've just always been that, that person. And I'm very individualist in my thinking, um, which I know there's room there for me to, to expand that, but that's just how I think, you know, predominantly. And Reno, I remember you, you came in and you made a comment and it was just so balanced. And it was like, you know, I was like this, this guy just like created a safe place for me to kind of land. It felt really cool. And then I remember I reached out and, and uh, we set up a, a time to connect over zoom and we, you know, we're, we're unpacking some stuff and then it was, you know, all about alignment to bringing you into the vision, right? Everything was all about alignment. Literally the universe or God or whatever you believe in was, was using me as a puppet to bring all this together. Um, it was really, really cool. So um, one of the biggest lessons that I've had, I'll wrap up with this. One of the biggest lessons I've had this year is um, how to be a river, how to flow, you know, because it's all about surrender, right? And we always think that, um, and, and we've been trained in our society to think that we have to hustle to some destination to get to, to, to this place. And yes, hard work pays off for sure, but hard work doesn't pay off without you also surrendering and giving up control and all these things. And that's been a big part of my journey this year is, is surrendering, giving up control, um, learning how to be an actual leader, you know, not a micromanager, not a manager, just actually like leading, you know, and it's been a really cool um, role for me to step into. And um, so, yeah, and I know that there's a lot of growth there still for me. I can feel it that 2021 for me is going to represent continuing to surrender, continuing to practice impermanence, um, continuing to, to learn how to be an effective leader. And um, but there's a lot of cool stuff on the horizon that we're bringing into the world that we're we're giving birth to all these cool projects and um, we're also going to be inviting people in to come and help us give birth to these projects. So it's, it really is community and it's brotherhood. And, and I'm just so honored to be a part of the journey. So. Mm. Thank that you. So good. <laughs> I feel so warm and fuzzy after everybody shares. Thank mm -hmm. you, man. Yeah. yeah. This year has been big. This year has been huge. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Yeah. Um, I want to, hmm, it's funny, I feel a um, bit of, uh, yeah, there's, there's some emotion coming up. Um, Matt, I, uh, I want to honor you in this moment because I, I remember saying to you, uh, following that, uh, that thread in the, in the group, mm. that I knew what you were up against. Mm. Um, and, and I remember really respecting you in that moment for um, stepping into this putting yourself um, in a space where you were essentially primed to, um, to be targeted, right? To be projected onto, et cetera, et cetera. And it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing for any of us for, you know, I think for the four of us to step into this, this role um, of facilitating community, you know, one of the things I said 
in a in a reply to a post recently is like we're all learning and if you put us on a pedestal and expect us to be perfect and get it right every time we're going to disappoint you every single time you know because that's just not what we're here for we're here to get messy we're here to you know to learn we're here to grow um and and part of that is in experiencing where we fall short where we fuck up and and then and then correcting um but you know back to what i was saying um I've really seen you grow a lot um, and, and I'm noticing, I wanna speak to everyone's growth, um, but I'm gonna focus on you for a moment cause that just feels um, most present for me. Uh, but I have really seen you and felt you like really dig into and move through a lot of the shit. And I know that it's not been easy and, um, and it's been really uh, inspiring and, um, and, and also personally reconciling, to be honest, to watch someone um, in your position be accountable, you know, be responsible, do the work, uh, create space for other people to do the work. And I think the same goes for, you know, Michael, Callan, um, myself, you know, the four of us. I, um, I've had conversations with each of you um, more than once. And I just see the the evolution happening the the light bulbs going off the you know the 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 shifting happening the expansion happening i see it i feel it and um yeah i, I guess I'll, I'll i'll leave it there for now but uh, you know in closing like it's just been an honor to be a part of this and um yeah, it was definitely difficult for me at first, but I'm grateful to be here. And I feel like there's still, there are still many stones we have yet to turn up, um, you know, areas we have yet to dig into. We're aware of that <laughs> um, and, and it's coming. Um, and I'm just very excited that uh, we get to do that together. And I think the first, these last six months have really given us an opportunity to get in sync, to get in sync, you know? Um, so I think 2021 will really be a reflection of our harmonization you know, 2021 as it pertains to the uh, the gay men's brotherhood, I think will really be a, a reflection of our harmonization. You know, it's like now that we're 
I think now that we're really syncing up the four of us and kind of finding our, our rhythm, how we relate to ourselves, how we relate to one another in relation to this project. Um, yeah, we've got a groove going. So I'm really excited to see what unfolds in the new year, you know, what we dive into and we feel so much more unified, I think at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. There's yeah. this mantra that I have running through my head right now because um, mm. I love Brene Brown. I know a lot of you love Brene Brown as Me well. Too. And so her mantra is, I did not, I'm not here to be right. I'm here to get it right. And mm. like that quote, like that mantra and quote is just running through my brain during like specifically Matt and Reno when you were just talking, just be like, we didn't come here to be right. Like we the gay men's brotherhood did not get created to be right to to not be you know people on pedestals and to hold us in a certain place we came here mm -hmm. to get it right and to try and help everybody get it right together and um going back to what we were talking you guys were talking about earlier the whole lone wolf i definitely resonated on that level of like i've always done it myself i've always i've i you know came from a divorced parent's life i've did not really live at home a lot. Like I was very much out and about and doing my own thing and took care of myself from a very young age. So I've always been a lone wolf. Um, I've never had that dependency to lean back on anybody. I've lived multiple places all over the world by myself. I've, um, I've, you know, spent Christmases away. We talked about this in the last episode, spent Christmases away. And like, it's not strange for me to be like, oh yeah, I'm alone. Like, it's fine. Like I'm very good at being alone. And that's good and it's a great place and it's very you know very much something that i like as an introvert and it i enjoy that but what i've learned a lot this year is that community and having a safe space to be able to lean on people and depend on people and to like work through things with people is just as important of like of a piece of that puzzle that everything else is and so for me i'm just so grateful that like you guys have provided me that space to come in and to be able to be like, okay, I, you know, I always play nice with other people, but then I always go off and like, I'm like, okay, no, like I'm done. I'm going to go hang out by myself now, but to like kind of dig in a little bit more and like let things rub up against each other and push through that because I've been doing a lot of work personally around relationship. And that doesn't just mean like relationships. It means like, relationship to self, relationship to other people, how I interact with others. And relationship is such a important integral part of being human. And, you know, when relationship comes around and comes into your life, it gives you an opportunity to see the things you don't necessarily love about yourself and to acknowledge those things that you push away and you pretend they aren't there. But when relationship comes in and those tough times come up and they rub up against each other, they're not there saying like, oh, you're trying to shame you, making you a bad person. It's there to show you the stuff that if you choose to take that opportunity to work through it and move through it, that it, it, it brings you into a whole different space and like moves you forward. And without having given myself permission to join this group and to be part of this. And I know that like, I've had these conversations and like, Matt, we've had these conversations where like, we've had these kind of like grading up against each other, but I'm so grateful that you've held me in, um, like you've held space for me to move through that. And I've done the same for you. And like, it wasn't always the easiest, but I was so grateful to be able to have that experience because that just reinforced in me that I'm like, oh, like I can be in relationship 
with people and I can have maybe not the most comfortable conversations, but like we hold each other, you know, and we move through it and it can be such a beautiful thing. So that I'm very much learning to go from that whole me statement to the we statement as well in this transitional period with you guys. And I'm so grateful for that because I think we can only get so far by ourselves and that if we really want to impact people and change things and like learn and grow even within ourselves, we have to be able to come together in community. And the, to me, that's what the Gay Men's Brotherhood is, is being able to come together in community. Like you're not always gonna get along with your family and your siblings, it's the same. It's like, we are all family. We're not always gonna get along, but we still know that the love and compassion is stronger than anything else. And that no matter what gets said or what gets done, it's always with compassion and love at the end of the day. So that's my little moment of like, I'm so grateful for this community. <laughs> Great. I think it's interesting that we all identify, I didn't know this until now, that we all identify with that lone wolf kind of archetype. And I mean, I know, I know that Matt did from speaking with him, but yet here we are, right? Like we're all together and I don't this is clearly not an accident we know that <laughs> but I think it gives us yeah that, that that room to grow from each other and for me it's certainly triggering as, as, as it is for all of us so yeah I just I just wanted to note that we all are lone wolves here collaborating co-creating something for the benefit of many many more right and that's the beauty of it yeah um the last thing I want to say this feels really important um, I just want to shout out the, the community because we have moderators, right? We have, we, we, have, we have moderators, which I think is so amazing. You know, there's this little um, squad of, of folks who, you know, behind the scenes help us like run this um, you know, this, this, uh, I don't want to call it machine, but, you know, this village, um, and, uh, you know, so like shout out to those guys and how they show up and how they've supported us. And I just, I, again, I come back to like, I love this little unit that we've created and this team that continues to grow, um, so that this, this whole thing can run. Um, and we all have our, you know, our place in it and, and how we show up. And if, you know, if one of us is kind of like in a space where they need to fall back for a moment, someone else steps in and we kind of do this really beautiful dance together, you know, and we get better and better and better at it. And I think that is amazing. Um, and, and it's been a lot of fun getting to know, uh, you know, everyone on the team. Uh, and then, the community as well, you know, it's not, I mean, when I saw the invite to be part of the Gay Men's Brotherhood, like I said earlier, I was like, mm, no, I'm good. Um, you know, because I had so much resistance. I was just like, I, I'm already part of a lot of communities. Again, it's that lone wolf thing, right? And then I joined and I kind of, you know, I just like, I watched. I watched, um, I was curious, I was intrigued, I was triggered in some cases. I still feel all of those things even now. Um, and so I just want to acknowledge the people who are 
like in the community right now or who are considering becoming a part of it. It's like, I get it. Um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a brave thing to enter into this space and to engage in the conversations that are happening in this space. You know, I had one, one, one of the guys in the community hit me up. We we're, we're connected now. And, uh, you know, he said to me, like, I'm really thinking about posting something, but I'm feeling kind of weird about it. And, you know, give him a little bit of a pep talk. And I just said, like, share what you share, you know, share from your heart and just be open to the fact that not everyone's going to agree with what you have to say, um, you know, but but you're expressing yourself and that's what this space is for, you know. So um, I see you, you know, we see you, we feel you. And um, it, it, it is edgy, I think, to step into this community and to expose yourself, to express yourself, to um, actively participate and engage. But that's where the growth happens. That's where the work happens. That's where the healing happens. That's where the, um, the you know, the, the connecting happens, the syncing up, that's where we harmonize as a community and it becomes something really, really beautiful. So, you know, shout out to you guys for joining and, um, you know, and, and for those of you who haven't yet and are considering it, or for those of you who are only slightly engaging, um, but, you know, maybe feel called to engage more, but are anxious about it. It's like, you're not alone. You know, we're all here. Like, I feel you. We all feel you. Um, and that's what this space is for, you know. But this wouldn't be a community without you guys. Like, we wouldn't, we, it wouldn't be the Gay Men's Brotherhood without you guys. So um, we see you. We, you know, we appreciate you. We're grateful for you. And uh, yeah, just like, keep showing up. Keep having fun with us. That's what we're here for, you know. And, and calling us out, please, you know, that's also what we're here for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Rena. Um, I'm curious, guys. I know we don't have too much time left, but I'm really curious to know. Okay, thanks. Okay. Um, what are you personally looking forward to in 2021? Let's take a look. Let's take a look forward for, for the end of the podcast here. Ooh, lots. <laughs> I think my word for 2021 um, is community, my personal mm -hmm. word, like that's just like what it like, there's so much I'm building around myself that is representative of community. So I feel like that's really my word. And I'm really, I started learning it in 2020. And now I'm really gonna like step into it in 2021. But um, geez, things that I'm looking forward to, um, a little bit more personal stability. Um, I'm launching a big program that I've been working on for a while in 2021, in January, actually. So I'm really looking forward to that and seeing how that pushes me forward. And then I'm also really looking forward to a lot of things we're doing with the Gay Men's Brotherhood and the things that we've not even come up with or, or thought about yet or, or things that we have thought about, but we haven't been able to physically do like... Um, you know, if, you know, the world opens up again and vaccines go out and, you know, we can start peopling again, um, doing something like a, like a retreat away, like going to Costa Rica and like actually getting members of the community to come together in community and doing like a week long, 
you know, group retreat in some regard and, and stuff like that. Like, I'm so looking forward to those kinds of things. And I know that this is just the beginning of all that. So that's what I'm looking forward to in 2021. Nice. I'm with you on that one. How about you, Matt Reno? What are you guys looking forward to? Hmm. Well, I think 2020 was, was representative of preparation and um, I think 2021 for me is going to represent like opportunity and abundance. I think there's a lot um, cultivating. The universe is kind of conspiring to bring like a ton of stuff, opportunities, people. Um, so I'm pretty enthusiastic about that. I'm also building another community <laughs> on top of the Gay Men's Brotherhood. I'm not uh, able to talk about it yet, but it's, uh, it's coming. Um, and it's also a very, very dear to my heart type community. So I'm really excited about that. And then I'm probably going to say on the same page as Callan is um, like a retreat. I think that's going to be, I think moving forward, I'm not sure what's going to happen in 2021. I'm going to probably let go of my coaching and I'm going to do all um, community-based stuff. So whether it be speaking or um, group um, coaching or retreats and stuff like that. So um, I'll start to taper back the one-on-one coaching and um, I'm really excited about that because that's where my heart sings is in community. So retreats is kind of an ideal thing for me. I get to travel and I get to, you know, exhibit all my skills in, in one um, setting. So yeah, that's, that's for me. You're going to, I can see you doing very well in that. Totally. For sure. Yeah, I would, I'd say it, there's a lot of parallels in what, um, what Matt shared about like what, what's coming, um, what I'm looking forward to. Uh I'm opening to receive a lot right now, like moving into a quality and a richness of life and experience that is um, familiar and new for me simultaneously, you know, being in this beautiful place that I'm in now and starting over and yet um, not completely because there's just so much wisdom and experience there. so I'm really looking forward to settling into this place and receiving its richness and 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 in life as well. And then the other thing I'm really excited about is, um, you know, I'm. I used to be blunt, like I'm a beast when it comes to life, and I feel like I don't, I don't really, always play that way. Um, I've been kind of. Uh, you know, sort of playing small, like I felt a little bit stifled, like I'm not really like leaning into my edges. I'm not really like, you know, nudging at the world and like pushing into different spaces. I I felt a bit like contracted um, by different labels and wanting to get it right or wanting to be liked in some ways. I acknowledge I'm still working through that myself. And so in 2021, I just, um, you know, and even in this moment, I just feel myself like pushing through those barriers and just who expanding into um my brilliance even more like unapologetically unabashedly um without permission i don't need it i i am it you know so that's what i'm excited about Mm. yeah i love that and for me i think i resonate with all like a little bit of what all of you guys said Um, so I I don't know what I can add (laughs) that's different from that, but for sure, 
on a professional level, um, you know, I definitely want to expand and grow as I have been. And then in terms of the community piece, like Callum mentioned, for sure, I'm learning the importance, like 2020 has taught me the importance of that community um, and collaboration and how, how much that can help. And now I definitely want to expand that as well. And then similar to you, Reno, what you said about kind of like feeling like I have to be a certain way. I'm really in the last few weeks, even just been like shedding that. And I'm like, this is who the fuck I am, like it or not. And learning that I can apply that in a business sense as well. And so, cause you know, like all, you know, we learn, I like, go, oh, you have to do this and your marketing has to be like this, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like learning to throw the rule book away. So all of that is together, I think. Uh, and I guess on a personal level, I would say I'm looking forward to creating, well, like Callan said, I love the word peopling. I'm looking forward to peopling again. And uh, I'm looking forward to going back to that version of me that was very outgoing and likes to have fun and let loose and dance and just go back to that kind of thing. I haven't done that obviously in a very long time. And I miss that, I miss that version of me. I miss that part of me who just didn't, who was people always say, oh, you, you look so much younger. You seem so young. I'm like, yeah, it's because I think the trick is to get older, but like live young. And, and I miss that. I feel like I've aged 10 years in this one year. So looking forward to that on a personal level. Hmm. I'm here. I feel like there's like 2020 was like one of like one of my mantras is you need to slow down to speed up. Like yeah. you need to give space. And 2020 was like one of those like complete like lurch, like stop. And like everybody, the whole world just needed to slow the fuck down because we were going so fast and doing so much shit that we weren't giving it space to breathe to yes. like really just like, and so like 2021 I can feel it just like like it contracted like Reno was saying and now it's about to like just freaking expand and just like blow the roof off 100% right okay is it time should I should I yeah, all right all right so this is the final episode of 2020 podcasting for us we will be back at it next year don't worry we're coming back nothing's changing but for 2020 this is our last episode so if you loved us please subscribe to our youtube channel subscribe to us uh whatever podcast platform you're listening to give us five stars give us thumbs up we really appreciate it if you want to keep updated you can join our mailing list all the links will be either in the show notes or under the videos or wherever you find this so you can do that there we'll send it out to you every thursday that we publish it and come and join our community we love having members join the community and introduce themselves and get involved and like reno and matt were saying like jump in you don't have to start talking right away you can just kind of dip your toes in and get a feel for the community but it's a really beautiful space to be in uh we look forward to seeing you and we're also on all the socials on instagram twitter and all that kind of stuff so thank you so much for spending this new year's eve day with us and we look forward to seeing you all in the new year bye guys bye bye